158. The Ultimate Deck Podcast. Need a show about outdoor living? This is where it's at with your host, Shane Chapman and Way Red. Thank you for tuning in. Now let the show begin. Yeah, yeah. The Ultimate Deck Podcast. Let's go. Welcome to Deck Expo Week, everybody. Bryce and Shane here for the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Live from Dallas, Texas. No, we're not. Yes, we aren't. Had to uh, had to cancel that one. That I don't think we would have been able to fly out. Tough. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> that was a tough pill to swallow, though. We were pretty amped up with that. We had football tickets bought. We had, like, rooms are booked, flights are booked. Everything was ready to go, except the COVID, COVID complications. Made us really kept us from going. Made us not go. So anyways, we're stuck here, and it just so happens that this week we get our first really major snowfall of the year, and it's a blizzard. It's like yeah, we got 60 mile an hour winds and snow and like a bunch of it all at once. I can't tell how much snow we got because it blew around so much that some places have no snow and snow, some places have three feet. Right, like our parking lot was fine, but yes. in front of the, the bay doors was like four feet high. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know what the average snowfall actually was. Uh, I, th- I think in Regina it was supposed to be like 10 centimeters, so a little under a foot. And then up- that's a lot under a foot, right? So it's like 10 centimeters. Ah, oh, man. That's like two and a half inches. I was thinking inches. <laughs> yeah, no. It's it <laughs> it a lot under a foot. It's a lot under a foot. So, regardless, it looks like full fledged winter out there. Like last week, it was spring like, fall like, we'll call it. And Monday, it was spring like, uh, fall like. <laughs> yeah. It was decent. It was sunny. The temperatures were in the positives. And now. Blizzard. It's January. All over. So anyway, how has that affected you? Did you um, uh, like, did you have to shovel yourself out this morning or what happened? No, I live on a bay, so I don't really have to. It didn't much. blow in there too much? No. We it never fine. does or what? Never does. Well, that's convenient. Yeah, it's awesome. I didn't know that was a benefit of living in a bay. It all depends on which side you're on. <laughs> Is that true? Because if you're on the other got... side, it just gets like <laughs> their doors are covered three feet high. and Yeah. That's amazing. So, so anyways, the Deck X was on. We've been watching from afar through the social feeds and seeing, like, being jealous and seeing what people are posting. Wishing we were at the pool show. Wishing we were there, but we're not. But we're not. We're here in yeah. Regina. So I'm holding out that maybe IBS can happen. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, IBS will happen itself. The show <laughs> itself, they're not waiting for us. They are. That's for sure. They have decided yeah. now that they're going to wait for us. So, But we have a show in um, up in Canada. In January at the WRLA, so that'll probably be the first one we've been to, first trade show we've been to in quite some time. And then IBS is in February. We're gonna try to make that happen. And then March, we've got a whole slew oh. of our own shows, like IBS local shows. Doesn't sound like a good idea when we have four shows to get prepared for in two weeks. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and then a fifth one in May for some reason. But uh, anyways, we're gonna go hard on the trade shows next year and yeah, man. see how that turns out. Go from none for the last couple of years to like all of them, all of the shows in a couple of months. I think everybody is just itching to get to these shows again. A little bit, yeah. I think that's they just want to get out. I certainly am. Like, I wish I was down there right now doing doing our thing. Yeah, hanging out with the people. I don't know how busy it is down there. Like, I'm seeing pictures, and it's not like it's crowded. So I don't know if it's like they were expecting attendance to be down. Because right, yeah, you know, Team Canada wasn't going to show up. So that's right. We were bringing everybody. Apparently, yeah, half the country. <laughs> so. Team Canada, anyway. Team Canada won their qualifying uh, I, World Cup game. I know. <laughs> Speaking so of. Does that mean, like, are they in or there's like, I thought they weren't no. like 100%. It's like. I'm pretty sure they got into the qualifying tournament. Okay. So now they got to do something there to get in to actually like. Yes, now they have to play another hard team. Who's that? Uh, I think they have to play some South American team. Gotcha. Which means we won't win. Well, I don't know though. <laughs> look at who we've been. Look, we, we, we were beat Mexico. We were undefeated through this round. We were, yeah. So for sure, I uh, yeah, I remembered last night as I was watching my Yellowstone season three oh, yeah. last three episodes. I remembered as I was doing that that it was on, so I put it on my phone real quick and just had it on the side. And nice. it, was, it was at the sixty fifth minute or so. So it was two nothing. I turned it on. It was two nothing Canada. I was like, whoa, it's over. <laughs> what is happening here? <laughs> yeah. And then the Mexicans did put in one before the end of it, but uh, pretty cool and finished first overall in the standings there. So yep. that was pretty neat. But anyways, that's neat. And this is not. Here's the uselessness. <laughs> what you got for us today? Look how busy it must be down at the show. There's like nobody Nobody's watching on Instagram. In. We got a few people checked in and pieced out again. Yeah. Uh, so I went and scoured the internet 
for the worst Kickstarters that made money. <laughs> I think I know what the inspiration was for this. <laughs> sure, okay. So uh, number one is called the Licky Brush, a tool designed to help you lick your cat. What? So it's a brush that you put in your tongue. A, no, it just mimics a cat's tongue. I don't think you. Oh, I thought this was like a cat. like a mitt for your tongue, and you would lick your cat. No, it's just a brush. That would do better. There's crazy cat people in this world. You could sell a tongue licker. They raised $52,179. Wow. So you just hold it in your hand, but it feels like a cat's tongue to the cat. Yes. Yeah. This is why they hate us. This is why cats hate us. Because we're trying to lick them? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Do you enjoy it when somebody tries to lick you? I hate it when cats lick me. Yeah, because of their damn tongues. That's the worst. Yeah, they're awful. Why would they want, why would they want that back at them? <laughs> I don't know. They uh, don't. No, they don't. That's why they're mad. Okay, number two. Uh, someone tried to get a parody visual novel called Mine Waifu is the Fuhrer. Loosely translated into My Anime Girlfriend is the Nazi Germany leader. <laughs> okay. This was on a Kickstarter? This was a Kickstarter. For a show. They a had, dating simulator? It's a dating simulator, yeah. So Holy. they raised. Shocked it didn't do well. It did do well. Oh, my God. It raised $87,659. Unreal. There's, wait, there's, you know what? There's, there's too many creeps in the world for even bad ideas to fail. That's, that's right. That's all this is telling me right now. Every idea is a good idea, apparently. There's enough. There's 8 billion of us on this planet. Yeah. You can carve out a niche in anything. Anything. It's, and with the internet now, like. Apparently German nerd stuff. Okay. Uh, here, we'll just, we'll whip through these quick. Cat licking tools, Bryce. Cat licking tools, weird dictators as anime characters, and a meme restaurant that would provide Tide Pod shakes, hot kofefe, and burgers named Harambe. Why? I what did it raise? It raised six dollars. Six? It didn't <laughs> yeah, get finally. out of the good. There you good. go. How do you even do that? Memes are way too, like, time sensitive. Like what do you? Yeah, that would be really. You catch a new meme and you make a menu item. But think of for think about what? how viral you would be. Would you though? <laughs> no. I mean, when those memes are hot, kids want to eat the Tide Pods, not the Tide Pod shake. Yeah, I don't. They want to mimic that. Ugh. I didn't never. I never understood that idea either. The Tide Pods. Yeah, let's eat Tide Pods. What was the thing with that? Was it was it, do, was it, it giving was them challenge. some sort of buzz? No, I think it was, it was just, just a, like you just had a to challenge. see if you get. It's like the cinnamon challenge, like. Eat a spoonful of cinnamon. Yeah, yeah. You can't do it. Somebody did. Okay. Uh, Tide pods. So this one's boring. The explosion of smart products that questionably claims to simplify your life. Oh, yeah. Such as the chop box. What's the chop box? The world's first smart cutting board with 10 features. It kills germs. It weighs your food and more. Sustainable, replaceable parts. Super easy to clean. Okay, that doesn't sound awful. Guess how much it raised. I don't want to say because I think I saw the number and I don't want to cheat. $1.7 million. Not good for them. Like having the built-in scale, that's kind of handy. Their goal was $10,000. And it, Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's like anti-bacterial anti in some capacity yeah. somehow. Yeah. That's neat. So other smart things that also were also there were a smart ring, a smart bag, a smart toothbrush, smart sunglasses, smart USB cable. Smart umbrella, smart pillow, smart sleeping bag, uh, smart golf club, deodorant holder, toilet flusher, and mug. Certainly there's a lot of um, a lot of things that they've tried to turn smart that were unnecessary. The smart golf club, though. What would it do? Well, if it had like a bunch of sensors in it that could tell you if you're like your swing path was wrong or your rotation mm -hmm. of your club was wrong or if like you weren't gripping it right or if you're squeezing, like there's probably a lot of metrics that they could pull from different sensors on a club that would just dump into a phone and be like, heads up. Heads up. Um, your swing is a bit shaky or you're not rotating your something enough or whatever, right? No. So that could be interesting. It could be interesting. Uh, here's another one. The minimalist trend. Oh, I forgot we were supposed to do this outside. Finkleberry says this doesn't look like outside. And I was like, what is he talking Wait about? Wait till you see the YouTube video. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> that after. Uh, yeah. 
the minimalist product. So like a minimalist nativity set. It's just a bunch of blocks with names on them. <laughs> if you want to know what it is, <laughs> like sheep and baby Jesus. I, uh, I'll buy that. <laughs> How much did it raise? I didn't, doesn't say they never got that far into that one. I think that's super, super funny. So I, I'll tell you a funny story about nativity scenes then. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, my wife and I have been together for about eight, nine years now, and her mom is very involved in the church and yeah. quite re- religious, Catholic, and I'm not. It was never great. Like, I'm not, wasn't raised super religious or anything. Um, so we go to their their house for Christmas. It must have been the first year, uh, and she had this little nativity scene out. Right. And it's got all the characters. <laughs> All the characters, characters. that we call them. All the characters. Characters almost sounds demeaning to people. <laughs> a who, little bit, who yeah. Believe, <laughs> but like just a little one, right? Like it was sitting on top of like a china cabinet thing. Okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah, and the manger is empty, and I, me not knowing, like I, I don't know, it's, I'm oh, not. I get it. I'm not now. super religious, so I'm like, I laughed. I was like, Where's baby Jesus? You're missing him. He's not. Boring. And Jesus is like, Well, he's hidden. <laughs> I was like, What do you mean he's hidden? Well, he's hiding. Why is he hiding? Because it's not Christmas Day yet. He doesn't come out till Christmas Day. No way. And I thought she was joking. Not a joke. This happens every year now. Oh, my God. This nativity scene there is missing the little tiny baby. They hide him in like a a ornament somewhere. They hide him in the tree? No, not in the tree, but like in like a, I don't know, like a poinsettia or something. Like they'll hide him like in another, some other decoration somewhere. And someone has to find him? No, there's no game. Oh, just, just be so much better. Mom, at some point <laughs> on Christmas morning, will like wake up, go dig him out of wherever she hid him from everybody, oh, and okay. put him into his little manger, and then the nativity scene is complete on Christmas Day only, though. On Christmas morning, that happens. Wow. Yeah. Until then, he's on the side of a milk carton. <laughs> Has anybody seen Baby Jesus? <laughs> oh man, so, you should just go buy one. Yeah, I should, right? And then just re- just oh, put I, it I in should. there. I should. Yeah. So I like I don't know, maybe for religious people that's not funny, but for me I was oh, like, you're hilarious. kidding me. That's not actually you seriously you're I hiding never, until the day. I never thought of that until you just mentioned it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, baby Jesus wouldn't have been born until right. Christmas. Not around till Christmas morning. Right. What do you do at Easter then? <laughs> I don't know, we're never there for Easter. I haven't I haven't I haven't opened that cracker jack yeah. box yet. So. Okay, here's another one. You ready? Yeah. A high-tech indoor drone meant to protect your home. The world's first self-flying protection drone. Did it raise money? $84,000. Good for them. So what, this thing just hovers? Like, what does yeah, it do? Has it got like, a gun on it? Yeah, it just like flies around your house and makes sure everything's just still monitors there, things. I guess. Fine. Yep. Uh, that is everything. Western says, I'm going to hell or my mother-in-law will kill you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's Kickstarter for you. There it is. (laughs) Okay. Well, that was fun. Um, So did any of those products actually get made? Did you Uh, know that? The Licky got made. The weird German anime thing got made. Oh, Lordy. And they made pillows apparently with that too, like life-size pillows. Good. So there you go. That one's a little bit weird. Okay, do you want to get after this or what? Let's do it. So in honor of not being at Deck Expo, um, we decided that we should pretend we're at Deck Expo on today's episode. (laughs) Yeah? (laughs) Yeah. We thought, well, we should, it's topical. It's, the industry is focused on Deck Expo this week, so we They're should be focused. They're not looking at us. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah, well, we've got a few in here oh, now. They're, They're in, just late. They're, yeah. they're the hangovers from last night. Yeah. Um, Kickstarter has a sweet smart disc for disgusting golf. Disc. For disc golf, disc he go- meant to dis- say. Disgusting golf would be fun, very, though. I'd play that. <laughs> you want to go play some disgusting golf? Yeah, most of my games are. You have to hit rotten eggs and yeah or just play like <laughs> or I do. just play normally <laughs> like just but um just smash up 112 that's very disgusting that's, is that you is that your uh is that your score more often than not probably yeah okay so anyways we thought well let's uh from a distance let's take a peek at what products are being shown down at deck expo that are interesting cool yeah right they could be good they could be bad but they're different right not we're not talking about like oh 
Trex has a new color. They're not even there, so it wouldn't be them. But like, right. Decker's has a new color out this week. They do, not talking about it. Right. Because who cares? Whatever. Decorators are new color. It's not, <laughs> it's not interesting enough for this episode. Do you want to start? No. Okay. So we found, Bryce and I scoured the, the floor plan, looked at all the vendors, and we found. We virtually walked through Deck three, Expo. Right. <laughs> and we found three each. And then we we sent a text to our buddy at Scott Kelly. Not at Scott Kelly. He is the <laughs> Scott is Kelly. Scott Kelly. And uh, John Witt actually posted some stuff as well as things that they were seeing. And the stuff they posted was stuff we already had on our list for the most part. So, yeah. uh, But anyways, uh, three each. We'll go back and forth and we'll talk about these things that are good, bad, and ugly. Uh, why don't you go ahead? Mm. Okay, so I'm going to start with something that I thought was kind of cool, which was the uh, Cable Bullet. Yeah, that's the first time I've seen that one. That, uh, I don't know if it's brand new or what, but I just I saw that the other day looking around at things. Yeah, I saw that, and uh, I don't really know a lot about cable railing systems other than that they're generally very expensive mm-hmm. and seem to be very hard to put together. Expensive, like, yeah. Difficult. I don't. A lot, a lot of them aren't too bad to put together. Tedious, maybe, but not difficult. Um, this system. So the thing with cable rail, like we've been, it's been around for a long time. But in Canada, we haven't been able to until about 2015. I think it was 2016 ish. We weren't allowed to use it. And what was the reasoning behind that? Like why uh, kids just love to launch themselves over the rail and fall to their deaths? Oh, they like to go often through the on them. Oh, okay. through often. through over. Um, like over just seems like rails in general. Have you ever, you remember back in the day, did your parents ever have those egg slicer things? Like you put a hard boiled egg in it yeah. and then you just like close it. And all it was, was a bunch of little like wires. Yeah. Like th- that's yeah. what happened to children. They just sliced they into just a bunch <laughs> of like, into 12 or 13 perfectly symmetrical <laughs> pieces. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't see the rail and they just ran through it. Yeah. they Yeah. Like that's what would happen. So that's why we weren't allowed to have it. You didn't no. want to. Uh, what do you want to call it? Slice, slice your children, dice kid, then slap chop your kids. Yeah, I was trying to think of what do you call it when you're like cut carrots into fine little sticks, like little match. Julienne. Julienne. There, you don't want to julienne your children. Julienne your children. Julienne children. Uh, I just thought this thing looked pretty cool, like a pretty good hidden fastening cable system on top of it. Yeah, there's and so, no like end piece. Right, and that's their that's their thing, right? Um, I don't, I'm not a cable rail, cable rail expert. I wasn't there when it first started because I only we only started to really get into it when it was allowed for us up here. Um, mm-hmm. But one of the first systems that we got onto, I believe, it was from Decorators in 2015, 2016, um, had a quite a large turnbuckle looking thing at the post that you had to thread your your cable into and for the tensioning, and it was quite unsightly. Like there was like an eight yeah. inch turnbuckle thing inside. Not inside the post, like in, like visible beside the, the other post, side of the post. Didn't look very good. Right. Then we switched to uh, Feeney very shortly after, and that's what we stocked since. Feeney cable rail system is what we stocked. It's fairly uh, very nice looking. Doesn't yeah. have those big buckles. That's one of the big benefits. This thing takes it a step further. Yes. There's like, there's no hardware showing pretty much at all, and there seems to be less pieces in general. Yeah, it's a very simple system. Now I've only heard from one. Somebody just recently in one of the Facebook groups mentioned that they use this system and they found that it it was like painfully slow, like pain took a uh, lot of time, okay. a lot of finicking around. So I don't know what the install is like on this. They, of course, they claim it's simple. It looks simple enough. You just thread in, like you drill a hole into a wood post and you thread this bullet yeah, you th- into the post. Yeah. Or on, um, I don't know if on the aluminum posts, if you're like tapping like threads into the post for it to screw into, I'm not sure how that connects in there exactly, but it works with... All site, all types of posts, wood, metal, you name it, yeah, um, landscape, brick, or whatever, too, like yeah, masonry. So you can use it in all sorts of ways. But yeah, you put this little bullet inside the post, and then the tensioning is done with like an Allen key from the outside. You put the cable in, then you turn. There's a tiny screw that you insert. Is it a little? Yeah, like a little. Yeah, so like yeah. really, really tiny screw that you insert just under the cable. So you thread the cable in, and then you insert. Right, it looks like a little screw. keyhole kind of. Yeah, in there. And cable goes you, on one side, and yeah. And so I mean the whole thing. Very slick, very um, like streamlined look. Not seems, a lot of parts. Seems like it'd be pretty easy to retrofit to things. Yeah, yeah, should be. You think? Yeah. So, I imagine you probably have to drill your holes pretty straight. Like that would be one, maybe one of the trickier things if you're just drilling into an existing mm-hmm. post, not with a drill mm-hmm. press or something, to keep yourself like square to the post so you get your holes straight so the bullets going straight. But right, you anyways, almost need a template. It 
it's an interesting thing. And it, like it's interesting. An existing I like an existing railing type. Like everybody's seen cable rail, but this was a new take on it that's just a little bit cleaner looking. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm curious about it. Yeah. So yeah. I thought the cable bullet that the was thing the I first like thing I about thought. the name about it is the name. The cable most. bullet. I think the cable bullet is a cool it, name. It'd be way better if you shot it into the post. Yeah, like a <laughs> ram oh yeah. <laughs> they should have like thought of that. Yeah. He's taking ram concrete guts. Bam! <laughs> Bam! That'd be amazing. It'd be fast. Right? And for your line post, you just turn up, you use the, the higher gauge bullet. And you, oh, uh, like, yeah. And you just blast it <laughs> right through, through the post. It's yes. like you set it to like, how many posts are you blowing through? <laughs> uh, going through three posts and stop at the fourth. And just put Sounds it right good. on top. Bang. Poof, 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 poof. Amazing. Embeds in the fourth, done. Oh, Takes the cable the, with yeah, it. Yeah, grappling hook style. Yes. Let's invent Start this. a Kickstarter. <laughs> we'll get the money, Start. apparently. Start a Kickstarter. Uh, John Whitdeck Protect... Really nice looking cable. He's down there right now, so he would have seen this in person. So maybe he's got some comments on it as well. Maybe he's played around with it a little bit. But uh, our experience with it so far is through the uh, means of a Google Chrome browser. From what I looked at, <laughs> it seems that it would be fairly inexpensive compared to the other rail cable. Why rail do you think systems. that? Just because it doesn't seem like there's as Less many pieces. pieces. Right. Because in the other systems, like Feeny, for example, the cable is not the most expensive part. It's all the... The hardware the pieces. pieces. The little stainless steel, like... Tensioning. Yeah, shark bites and tensioning pieces and whatever, all these little things. They add up. And you got to cover everything, like... Right. Right? And this, this thing is nice. Rid of that. Well, the nice thing about this one, too, is that it doesn't go through the post. I guess that's maybe another benefit, too, right? Um, a lot of times... Not that you have to, but a lot of times you'll go through the post and it'll mount on the back side. So there's a button or something on the back side of the post. That's where your tensioning happens and you mm-hmm. want to cap that. This thing doesn't go through. It just it screws into the wall of the post. So that might be the, maybe that's, <clears throat> maybe that's the downside. Maybe you can't run through, like have a, like a run through cable with this. If system. your post was hollow, you probably still could, I guess. But I wonder what the tensioning. How much it can tension. Right. I wonder that too. Like there can't be a whole bunch of tension on there. So you might be limited in how long your runs of cable are going to be. Mm-hmm. Cause you wouldn't want to run out like 70 feet of cable that you need to tension three inches, but this thing only allows you to tension a quarter inch of cable or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Cable bullet. Whoop, whoop. Wish we would have seen you. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe at IBS. <laughs> if you're there. Some free shout-outs today, though, for these guys. That's right. These companies, right? Maybe they'll follow us. Yeah. Now <laughs> you better put us into your marketing budget for 2022 and do a sponsored episode with us next We'll year. send you the bill. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like that. The Columbia House style. Where you advertise them first, then bill them later. Exactly. Yeah. Good. Uh, oh, that's me. Yeah, you're up. I'm waiting. Okay. Okay. Oh, which order do I want to do this in? Uh, planning is everything. No, not today. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with the Spartan railing uh, as my first one. Yeah. Cool product. Uh, I was well familiar with this before the show, but it's there. And I feel like this is a bit of a kind of a, because I think they've kind of launched over COVID. So I don't know if this is their first trade show on this side of the pond, but I gotcha. um, I think it's new at the show. It's never been at Deck Expo before. Anyway, Spartan railing is a frameless glass system. If you're familiar with Regal Crystal, uh, Crystal Rail. Right? That's the name of it. That's Crystal the name Rail. of it, yes. <laughs> Crystal Rail. <laughs> I didn't realize that was a question. So. It. Yeah, it wasn't sounding right when it came out of my mouth. I was like, it's, is there another word in there? Uh, if you're familiar with Regal Crystal Rail, same idea. Uh, frameless glass, 12 mil glass, um, you know, freestanding base holder, we'll call it. Okay, yeah. Spigot is what these guys, like they're mostly called, but I've never seen Regal call theirs a spigot. but Pod. A pod is what they call it. We always call theirs. Um, so same idea, has a light in the base that shines up through the frame of the glass. Very cool, uses a low iron glass. It's like extra like pure, not as many uh, imperfections in the glass to allow the light to travel through unobstructed to the edge of the, gr- edge of the glass where it will then refract and tron up your deck. Light it up. Right, and so this used to be somewhat exclusive to Regal. They were the ones that kind of came out with this idea a few years ago, and um, it's a beautiful looking system. Great looking system. One complaint that we would get from people, there, well, a couple, but I can't, I can only speak to the, so a couple, couple things. People didn't like how the pods looked. 
And then there's been in troubles with the lighting itself. I don't know if the quality of lighting is any better with this other system. So that's I'm not saying they've improved that. I have no idea. But they've improved the look of the, the pod. Is it the brightness that they're? No. Like so, uh, well, with Crystal, it was reliability. They had some issues with the oh, lights okay. burning out for okay. uh, maybe still, or I don't know. It's gotten better. But they also then fixed the lights so that you, it was easier to replace them when they did burn out. Because they're, la- they're not guaranteed to last forever at all. Right. Uh, yeah. At the end of the day, there's still a light bulb outside. They, they can burn out. Um, but the pod. People didn't like the shape and the look of the pod. Love the look of the system. Love the lights. Love the glass. But that pod does not match my house. That is way too spacey looking. It, it was it's way out there. It's It looks like a little tiny rocket. You want a Tesla? Spaceship. Maybe. Yeah. So you had to have like a very modern, almost futuristic looking home mm-hmm. to put this on or else mm-hmm. it kind of looked out of place. Um, the Spartan railings, Pickett, or the illuminated balustrade, as it's called in Australia, it's home. Oh, uh, it just uses a traditional like spigot style that we've seen before, um, but it has the embedded light in it as well. Its light can change colors, so that's kind of cool. That's cool. The crystal rail one is just kind of like it's it's basically a, almost a clear light, but the the glass itself gives it a bluish greenish yeah glow. Yeah, this one you can actually change the colors of the light. You have a remote just like that little remote sitting in front of you there. That you can do things with, so that's kind of cool. Um, but the biggest thing is being that, like the the um, the spigot itself is like it'll work anywhere. It's just a classic looking stainless steel oh. or black looking small little uh, square spigot. Right. So, um, can we accept this? Would this happen? Oh. There. Can we Bluetooth my phone on right Whoa. now? Will that work? I if don't. We bring. I don't know. So Cascade Fence and Deck is is asking to join our. Look at there they are. We got to get you guys on here for a second. Hold on here. We got to connect. Hold on. I got to get the audio connected through here. We could just move a mic over. Um, where is it? Right. 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 Hold on, boys. Where are you guys driving to right now? Whoa. Hello. Live. Is this gonna is this gonna come through here? Where are you guys driving to? We've got Cascade Fence and Deck in the backseat of a car cruising around here. Okay, I'm going to bring this closer. Heading back to the Airbnb. Why are you not at the show still? Is it over? Oh, you're just, you're just spent. Okay, well, how? There you go, yeah. How was it? Um, it was good. Good? It's good. Yeah. Right? Not much of a party without the Canadians. Um, we would have made it fun, that's for sure. We sent John yeah, Witt as our ambassador. I'm not sure if that was a wise move or not. Yeah. No, there was a lot more pool and people than deck people. Was there a tension there? Uh, Do pool people and deck people, do they not get along? No. Was it kind of like two crowds? You didn't want to mingle? No, I thought it was good. It didn't... Uh, it was much better that they were there, especially since there's a lot of the deck vendors that were not there because it made it feel like a busy show, I guess. Right. Oh, Had a better yeah. vibe. Um, the one in Baltimore, or no, where was that? Louisville? Yeah. Yeah. That one felt fairly small. Um, this one was way bigger. Right. Sure. Gotcha. So that was cool. Um, but yeah, the real good times will start tonight i guess party tonight and party and so what was your what was the highlight for you guys was there something was there a product because that's what we're talking about today was there a product that stuck out to you guys as being something that's kind of cool and new and innovative we put them on the spot not so much this year i mean camo has their updated drive tool okay so tell me more about that I, I saw I saw this. I've not seen it in person yet. Basically, they're taking away the the three tricks it can do and making it a one trick pony. So, is the intent that it's just supposed to do that better now, or what's what's different? You kind of cut out with the oh, oh with the clip drive tool. What's different about it? Like it, yeah. So it has the same funnel. Uh, but you can 
pull that funnel off super easy and change out the bit, just like a quick, quick bit like you do on an impact. That's super handy. Right. And it's just a lot more compact, easier to store, and it's not going to bend. I mean, that's one of the problems we have. Oh, yeah. Throw the tool in the box and uh, drive to it. It'll kind of bend up. There's a lot of different parts. This new one is far less parts. Right. I think it'll last a lot longer. Gotcha. It's cheaper, so it's too, right? cheaper. It's cheaper. I think it's up to 100 bucks. Yeah, they. Oh, wow. Nice. So uh, che- cheaper and will do its job better and more reliably. That's, another, that's a good thing. Another cool thing for, uh, for some of us taller folks, it's actually longer, too, so you don't have to bend over. Gotcha. Yeah, that's a good thing, too. Oh, cool. Corey, how do you feel about not having to bend over anymore? On the job? <laughs> He's a little bummed about that. He's a little bummed about that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, then uh, Decorators has the three and a half inch dark split board, which I think will be fire on railings right yeah that'll be super cool yeah the new color is fire new colors we weren't going to talk about that today we were trying not to but now that you brought it up what's it called, called? sedona is that right sedona, Dona. how would you sedona. describe it fire they said that <laughs> oh we're losing connection <laughs> again well maybe we'll let them go uh thanks for tuning in here boys whoops let's uh I don't know. How, I don't know how to let them how do you go. Kick them out. I don't know. Anyway, um, oh, they're frozen. I'm not sure. But anyway, the Spartan railing spigot that uh, it's cool. It's going to be a good look. It's going to fix the problem of like you know maxing or not maxing, matching every household out there. It's very um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like it goes with everything. It can just like right. Yeah, yeah. It's like a word. It's like a white shirt or a black shirt. Sure. It's the blue jeans of the the frameless rail. It'll just kind of go with everything. To any event? Is that what you're saying? Uh, I didn't know this about you, Shane. No, I'm just saying blue (laughs) jeans could go with any other article of clothing. Doesn't matter what the color is necessarily. But yeah, you know what? I would. You You know what? I wear it to any event. I yeah. Why not? Your own wedding. Sure. Okay. Okay. I just. I, I have an event tomorrow night that's supposed to be kind of dressed up, but I'll probably just wear blue jeans and a sport coat. What event? That's become my, like, my that's your level of dress-uppiness. Blue jeans and a sport, you're a sport yeah. coat guy? Yeah, a little bit, of a little bit of a tighter jean, darker jean, and a sport coat. Why not? We need to get the ultimate deck shop sport coat for you. Uh, I, I would wear the that. The ultimate deck coat. I just, like, hold on suits, man. <laughs> I agree. Like, I don't know. But if you're going to commit, you might as well there. commit the whole way. No, that's not true. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, there can be levels of gray in this. It doesn't actually so black and white. But that's what we were talking about. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, whatever. Okay. Anyway, Spartan um, railing, check it out. It's a pretty good looking system. It's um, If the lights cool. are reliable, more reliable than, than we've experienced in the past, then that'd be a very good thing. And then it's like, then I have no knocks against it. It looks beautiful. So with, with this, with these railing, these like, with crystal rail, you have to special order the glass from yes. Regal. What yeah. about Spartan? Uh, no, you don't have to with them. They don't sell the glass at all. They just want you to order your low iron, starfire, whatever you want to call it, glass from your local glass manufacturer. Oh, okay. So they like give you the specifications and you're like, They're hey. much more friendly to that idea of you getting your own glass. Yes. <laughs> they don't want to control that's, the whole system. That's for sure. Okay. So anyways, interesting stuff. They have distribution like for sure in North America now. Um, they also have it in Australia, obviously. That's where it's manufactured. I don't oh. know if it's manufactured there, but that's where the company is. It was born there. So, yeah, fairly accessible now, I believe. So, there you go. Uh, these guys are mentioning wanna, things they yeah. like 11 and a quarter inch board. So, uh, Decorators is now coming out with an 11 and a quarter inch board in the, I believe it's just uh, Tundra and and uh, Kaya. I think it's Tundra. Tundra and Kaya. There's a width? Now has an 11 and a quarter inch wide board. Yeah. So finally a stair tread. Oh, it's a full. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it could be, right? Like could so be a full stair tread. When they came out with their um, three and a half. Oh, he's, oh, Deck Protect is saying glass is part of the system. We have an emergency alert right now. <laughs> oh, it's a test. <laughs> it's just a test. He says it is part of the system. So I, I guess maybe you do. Like on their website, it literally says like order your own. I thought it said order your own glass. Order your glass with no iron, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Anyways, who knows? Um that might be something that the North American distributors are adding on and trying to monetize, I guess. Right. Anyway, the what was I going to say? 
Tundra and Kaya. So when they first came out with their multi-width boards, a three and a half inch, like their regular board is five and a half. They came out with a three and a half and a seven and a quarter. Skinny and wide. -er. And I remember saying to them at that time, like, oh, you guys should do like, you should do like an 11 inch board for a stair tread. They're like, oh yeah. And then the next one they announced was their nine and a quarter. It was like, no, no, no. You're getting there. What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Just go right to the 11 and a quarter. Go to the 11 one. That's That's the one people will use. That's the one that we want. And now they have in two of the colors. So they always, they always kind of seem to roll these out a couple colors at a time, just kind of test it and see. And then if it does well, I'm sure you'll see them in other colors later. But that's cool. Do, that's, you, think, uh, do you think you, you would prefer that, the 11 and a quarter inch board for a stair tread? Would you use it that way? I, I'm torn as to whether I like the look of it or not. Yeah. But the install of it would be way better. You're cutting one board and putting it down, though? two screws still per stringer. Like you're cutting your labor down a whole bunch. And then like it does have benefits. Like some people, the look of it is going to be completely up to the individual. It's going to be weird for a while. Yeah. But no debris falling between the two boards and having to clear that crap out of there. Like that's a big benefit in my opinion. Well, that's where most, like most of your debris comes on your steps. Right. Pounding out your boots as you're walking up. Yeah, exactly. So it has that, um, it has that benefit as well. So uh, I think it's a good thing. They're not the first ones to do this. There's been uh, full width like stair tread boards from a um, couple companies in the past. And so like they're not the first ones to do it, but I feel like theirs is a bit more mainstream because for one, it's the color of the rest of their lineup. I know some of the ones that came out before, they weren't the same colors as the rest of their lineup. Like, I don't know, they were just a little bit different mm. or they were an inch and a half thick, which then was like, okay, Probably nothing wrong with that, but these are like still an inch thick, so you can still match them up and use them in other ways too. If you don't want to use them for stairs, you can use them for seam boards or picture frames or whatever else as well. Like mm-hmm. I think I feel like these ones probably just integrate with the rest of the lineup a bit better than the other companies that have done these stair tread boards in the past. It it also feels like it's a good move for uh like dock applications. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Right. You can use it to get into the water and it's not gonna rot and it's gonna have good traction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, anyways, there we go talking about the decorator stuff. We, we weren't supposed to talk, talk about, about it. stuff. First rule about I'm done with Spartan Spigot. Okay. I'm going to talk, I'm going to talk about the Monty Alpi grills. Okay. I was like barbecues. Barbecues. Okay. I saw barbecues and I was like, wow, ah, that looks pretty cool. And then when I happen. looked at them, these things were incredible. I'm excited to hear about this because I also looked them up really quick, but just very quickly, and I didn't see what was special about them. Well, they so have you're full stainless steel islands. So okay. it's like a movable island barbecue. Barbecue's built in on casters or on wheels. On or something. casters or on wheels. Sweet. Comes with the, you can customize it to have the fridge in it, to have all the bells and whistles. It can be propane. It can be natural gas. So cool. Want to read those? I am listening to okay. you. Okay. I am listening. I was also trying to read this. Uh, what is he saying? What are these guys saying about this deck? Never mind. Doesn't Let's matter. just leave it alone. They'll figure it out. But I thought I they have lots of stuff. They have lots of cool stuff for barbecuing, and, and I just thought it looked dope. But the thing that I really found that I love is a propane pizza oven for your deck. That's cool. So does it just take like a, the small little bottles? Little gas bottles, and it can roast a chicken. Full-size chicken. So it's a chicken oven. It's a chicken oven. Well, that's cool. So there you go. So they sound expensive. I didn't. Did you look? I didn't see how. I, figured, I wasn't yeah. going to go there. They look really high-end on the website. They look beautiful. They so look I was like, beautiful. They're probably pricey. But I mean, I shouldn't. Like, there's nothing wrong with it being pricey. No. Some products should be more expensive. It's definitely a luxury it's not for I everybody. at that point. Yeah. When you're buying propane pizza ovens and... I just built-in th- movable island barbecues. I thought the built-in movable island barbecue was good because of the how many people want that like outdoor kitchen, but it's really not functional on most people's decks because right. you have to have the space for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This you can kind of tuck it away and move it out if you need it. Sure. Yeah. So. Okay, so you're done with that one. Yeah. What are they called? Mont Alpi. Monty Alpi. I don't think there was an I at the end. When I, when I Googled oh. it, it was just Mont, Mont Maybe Alpi. It's Mont Alpi. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Um, whatever. This is a free promo, so <laughs> let's <laughs> just butcher it. They'll remember. <laughs> uh, next up, we've talked about these guys before. There's actually samples in this room somewhere. Uh, Monodeck. 
Um, oh. I was kind of following his journey. He had a big drive from, I don't can't remember where he was from, but he drove to Dallas and it was like a, I don't know, 17 hour drive or something they like that. They have a big wide board too. Isn't that the one? Yes. This is the big wide board one. You're right. 12 inches wide, eight nice. feet long. Uh, completely new, what they're calling a ceramic composite or down there would be a ceramic composite. Composite. Deck board. And it's pretty interesting stuff. Like I, jury's out. I don't, not many guys that are, you know, that we know would have used it yet, but um, all signs are pointing towards it being a pretty cool product. 12 inch wide board, half inch thick. That's the insane part. Yeah. Has a proprietary little hidden cla- uh, hidden clip system, hidden fastener system, so you don't need to see any screw holes. I think there probably are some screws necessary in some spots yep. on the perimeter or whatever, but I believe that you're just supposed to use a, I could be wrong on this, but just a standard composite screw on it. But it's basically made up of what's being described to me as like bamboo pulp. Okay. Paper pulp. Like paper bamboo pulp. fiber, paper fiber, and some sort of like water... Like resin, water-based resin. So it's paper mache. Paper mache in a deck board, yeah. In a deck board. It's super weird to look at. It's super, like, I have trust issues with it because, and this is not, that's not saying it's a bad product or will be, have problems. I'm just saying the look of it is too nice to be outside. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, it has that, like, Like, really. Even the back of the board Looks like a thermofoil finish, like yeah. you'd see on like cabinets. It's like black, but it's like you'd see that on like like a dresser, you know, like a right. like a faux wood dresser on the inside. You'd have, like it'd have just, a finish. Just don't trust it. It looks like that, and then yeah. you're like, well, what's it made out of? Paper. How is this an outside product? Exactly. <laughs> it's just gonna get wet, <laughs> How and it's is gonna this go outside. Yeah. But this is not. It's not brand new. It's just the materials use in the decking industry is brand new. But they've been using the same product or something very similar um, called Ramp X for like X Games type like surfaces oh. for skateboarding and BMX biking and all that stuff. Wet. It's and it's very durable. Lives outside and very very durable. So, yeah. Now they've just decided to put on this like um, beautiful like I don't know if it was acrylic like ceramic print finish on it that looks beautiful. Looks like real wood and um, yeah, it's very interesting. They gave it a little embossing. A little bit of a little bit of texture to it, yeah. Texture to it, yeah. So uh, it it looks weird because it's so wide. Like you're not used to seeing twelve yeah. inch wide deck boards, and they don't come smaller. These guys know, right? It's but they're saying standard. like I, in my conversations with him, he's like, we could cut them any size. Like they're they're manufactured in sheets. We rip them down to the size. Uh, okay. He's like, but we thought through our research, which was like asking a guy, asking, hey, asking Jason Russell. Hey, Jim. What size do you think this should be? He's like, 12 inches, done. So there it goes. It's like, it's different. My concern is that it, like giving a 12-inch wide plank is too different, that it's not recognizable. It's not what people are used to, and that's actually a burden rather than a benefit. But I right. could be wrong in that. Well, Some people might like that wide plank look. I mean, it is one of the like most common questions when it comes to uh, composite deck boards in general. It's like, will, is my deck going to look like plastic or wood? Yeah, yeah. We're not making these things look like sheet metal. Yeah. Right? Yeah, this stuff I would say has a, has a much more interior look to it, interior product look to it. But okay. it's meant for the outdoors, very durable. I believe they say it's a 10-year UV warranty on it, 50-year, um, whatever you want to call it, structural warranty. Okay. Um, so I'm not sure the UV warranty being a little bit lower means it probably does fade out after a while. But I don't know. Seems super intriguing. Cool. Eight-foot-long planks only. Uh, one to keep weight down because it is a very dense product, hard to cut. They do have a, a saw blade they recommend to use with it, their own saw blade that oh, doesn't wow. flex as much um, and will cut a little bit cleaner through this dense stuff. But uh, so workability sounds like you do require like a special saw blade. But outside of that, it sounds like it's fairly easy to work with, easy to ship because it's only eight feet long. Um, yeah, interesting stuff. 12 feet wide. Or 12, not 12, 12 feet wide, wide, yeah. 12 inches wide. How big's your deck? 12 by 12. 12 Done. By 12. One, pa- one sheet. Just sell it in sheets, man. <laughs> what do you got next? I don't know. 450 the- bucks for the tabletop pizza oven. Oh, they, that's not bad. Says Jason from Fortress. That's not bad. I'd take that. You're going to buy one? Maybe. Freight's $900. Ah, <laughs> you got me. Uh, I don't know what to call this. It was the the, Just the company don't call it late for dinner. The company is called Grad Concept. Yeah. What do you call this thing? I don't it's know. It's a system. System. For putting your deck boards down. Yeah. Without any 
fasteners. But you have to you are you're technically using fasteners. Sort of. You put these big rails down on your deck and they have clips yep. and then the boards that you put down on them have routed out backs and then you clip them down to your deck. Very similar to the magnets idea. <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> as you said routed out back, I, that was in my head. Yeah, so this system it looks like they've been using it as cl- like for cladding quite for quite a while, right? And for it's rooftop cladding. decks for quite a while as well. Um, so a few different applications for us, but essentially it's a system for installing uh, plank boards, whether it's for deck or wall, without any fasteners. So you nail up these rails first, these like tracks pre pre spaced, like the they, come they have clips on them with the clips on them, and you just basically put the rails down, and you just tap the boards onto it, and then the clips that are on the rails snap into the routed grooves in the back of the board. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing that you and I were wondering, um, how do you get the grooves in there? Yeah, John Witt's saying for pedestal rooftops too. That I've seen that quite a bit for those flowers. So the the thing is, it sounds like they maybe have some agreements with some um, manufactured wood products that have the grooves already routed into the back of the boards. That's an absolute must. Yeah, I did read in their FAQ that it's like, can I cut my own grooves? Uh, you could cut your own grooves. That sounds awful. It does sound awful because they it's not <laughs> it's like, like just like a square groove. No, and they're also promoting all sorts of like hardwood decking. Yes. Like the hardwood bamboos and the ipes and like even the thermaries and whatnot. That's a very dense, you know, tougher to cut material afterwards. Like you're blowing through router bits going through that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I don't suggest that. But So I'm not really sure what their distribution is on, is on the planks. Like how if... Right. I, I actually don't know if their distribution is whatsoever. If they're just selling direct from their place and they stock all the planks and the right. tracks and everything. I don't know enough about it yet. It looks interesting. The install videos that you watch, it's like, oh, that's pretty slick. Yeah. If well, you don't have to do any prep work. But all of the install, I'm not knocking these guys, uh, but for future uh, videos, all of the install videos only show the planking going down. Right. It's not super clear what how you, you get to that part. I, yeah. That seems like the end stage and the part that everybody would have the least amount of questions about. Because, yeah, that was my first question. I was like, okay, well, how are we getting the grooves in the back of the board? Because yeah. it, like, it seems to kind of imply it'll work with anything. And it's like, yeah, but where do the grooves come from? Yeah. And then if you have to buy their groove decking too, that, uh, like that's tricky then too. There's a, that a was a, bit, a, a little bit limiting. But when I was looking uh, for products to talk about today, I noticed a few places that were trying to do this whole like everything in one kind yes, of system. The kits. Yeah, and I'm just like, trying to kit kit a deck. Yeah, just seems like a mistake. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about kits. There, there's certainly there's a there's a there's an intrigue about it about kitting a deck and whatnot. There's like it would be really nice if it all worked out really well, but I feel like there's just like there's such a custom thing for most. Like yeah. maybe commercially they're not. Maybe there's a commercial angle there. I don't know. But mm-hmm. I agree. When things get sold as a kit, you remove your your ability to be like customize things and your flexibility with it, and then it's like, yeah, I don't yeah. know. So, anyways, it looks interesting though. Um, if it works as what as easy as it does in their videos, then yeah, it's a time saver for sure. They said you can use a variety of materials too, but then they list they have some brands like our partners on there, and it's like uh, Moso Bamboo and Thermary and like these different things, and it's like so. I'm guessing the variety of materials is the variety of partnerships that they have. Okay. So if you want to use Trex decking on it, for example, well, they don't have that. Mm-hmm. Is what I'm guessing. I don't actually know that. Right. So requires a bit more research if you're listening to this and you want to know more because we didn't do ours. I'm surprised so. it's not like a clip system that clips into itself. That instead of routering out the board specially that you, there's no like, like that would clip into clip the grooves on the clip. side of the board or something. Yeah. Or yeah. Or into the side. Of the yeah. Side. I mean, there is a there's the uh, step clip option from. Not option, but like step clip from uh, Duralife that is that, essentially. But yeah. it only works with Duralife. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Anyways. the last thing. Yeah, we, what'd you find? Did we save the best for last? Did we ever? Almost <laughs> what the moment of uselessness was also inspired by. <laughs> this should have been at the start of the show. You're right. <laughs> it absolutely should be. So, And I also saw a picture from John that he posted of this booth and... Like, according to his picture, it wasn't a booth. It was just a backdrop. It was just a sign. It was just a sign. There's no, like, people working it. There's no, like, booth. There's no product. Maybe they didn't make it. It's just a nice 3D render. Robodeck. Robodeck. So, right out of the 1980s. <laughs> I was 
I was opening all these vendors and clicking around the floor plan, and I saw the name of that one. I was like, ooh. I was already intrigued before I even right. knew what it exactly. was. Just because of the name. I was like, Robodeck. Oh, that's unreal. Then I'm going through my 50 tabs I have opened one product at a time, <laughs> going through it. And when I got to Robodeck, I was like, okay, what is this? Guess it's what? a Roomba. It's just a Roomba. For your deck. And not to vacuum your deck. No. Well, kind of. Uh, kind of. It cleans. It's a clean and seal. It's a clean and stain uh, robot vacuum. The concept just doesn't seem real strong to me. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, he's oh Robodeck. He's saying it was just pulled off to the side. Maybe we didn't. Maybe the pitcher didn't do it justice. Maybe they do have a full booth there. Did they have an actual product there, John? Did they have an actual Robodeck there that you could look like? Was it operating? So I, the idea of this thing is it drives around on your deck. It, it docks. It charges itself. Then it drives on your deck and it sweeps. So it'll clean up. Dry sweeps your clean deck. Up your deck, yeah. Dry sweep in the front. Stain party in the back. That's part. That's the mullet. So at the back, it looked like it had like four sprayer nozzles that would spray a proprietary stain. It said right because you have to put cartridges in them. Yeah. So you put these cartridges in, and so it sweeps, cleans up, and then stains all in one pass. And then when it's done, it goes back and docks itself again. Oh, we got John's coming. Oh, here we go. John's coming into our video here as well. To tell well, us more about the Robo Deck. Here we go. And I, I don't know why this isn't Bluetooth thing here. Uh, try it again. Real quick, because okay, well, it here. was connected to something else. Hey, John, one sec. We're trying to, we're trying to get this connected so your your audio will come through. Just give us one quick tick here. That that looks promising there. Closed. Oh no. Maybe. Okay. You there. There we go. Success. That's way better. We should phone hey the guys. guys back and be like, okay, okay, we're say back. everything you said already again. <laughs> John, you're down at Deck Expo. You're also not at the show right now. Yes, I am. But you're not, you're like physically uh, not there at the moment. I'm sitting in my room, had to take a break. Too noisy. <laughs> Too gotcha. noisy. Gotcha. How's the show been? Uh, it's been pretty good. Uh, we got a lot of as grand of a display area for deck products as it has been in years past uh but it's definitely nice to be back and sort of getting back into the show swing of things yeah what's the um, what's, what's the vibe around there are the is it is it crowded are people masked up is it pretty much wild west nobody's wearing mat like are people just like life is wild normal? west, there wild we west. Go. we're in texas man life texas. is normal it's been great like uh, I missed it. It's been awesome. You know, a little stressful on trying to get back now and all the procedures, but uh, I totally get and understand why, you know, everyone's going like, where the heck is everybody? Where's Shane Wade and stuff? And I'm just like, you know, it was like, it was a coin flip whether I was coming down here or not. Um, But yeah, it's kind of, it's nice reconnecting with the guys that are down here that I've known for like eight, nine years. And it's just getting those relationships starting to build back up again. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely jealous of not being there right now. I'm holding out that maybe we can make IBS happen. So I'm fingers crossed. Um, (laughs) That would be great. Tell me more about RoboDeck. Yeah. What did you see? <laughs> I saw this thing. We uh, it was right next door to uh, an actual floor uh, deck refinishing machine, and I just sort of looked over and I go, "What the heck is this little black thing going up and down on the strip of eBay?" And I was just like, "You got to be freaking kidding me!" <laughs> In a joke like years ago, my business partner at the time and I looked at it. Just, what if we took a Roomba and just slapped a, a stain brush on the back of this and start selling it to like these condo guys? And then didn't think anything of it. I looked yeah. down and I go, you don't be kidding me. That's what that is. But, uh, the, yeah, it's, um, it, I, it's a gimmick maybe, but I thought it was kind of neat. It sort of, it turned my head. Yeah. For sure. Uh, I wonder like, it, when I, when I first saw it, I just, I immediately went to my own personal residential deck, which is composite. So I wouldn't need this, but I was like, I was thinking residential first. And I was like, there's so many things on the deck that are in the way. Right, like you can't expect this thing just to hop up and start staining your deck every night. Like you got chairs and barbecues and tables and all this crap all over the place. And how is it going to get the, around a railing post? And how is it going to get under the bottom rail? And all these questions in my head. But then when I looked at their website a bit more, it was like they show it more like <laughs> pool decks or commercial applications in large spaces. And I was like, oh, yeah. Well, maybe it makes more sense there. But yeah, it, it seems seems pretty out there. 
it was out there. I thought, okay, yeah, maybe that'd be kind of cool. You know, maybe stick them around on a bunch of rooftop patios or whatever in around condos and stuff like that. Uh, personally, I think that thing, if you put it in a commercial application, is going to end up in the bottom of a pool in a public yeah. place or something like that. Um, I was quite surprised, actually. Um, you know, they they claim it's like it'll do 500 square feet in 15 minutes or something. And I was just like, what? And it, I'll believe it when I see that sort of thing, when it starts taking over, but on the same token, you know, being a guy that does tax maintenance and stuff like that, uh, I was like, yeah, that's pretty cheap labor force. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just buy a bunch you of those. You want it to work. <laughs> I, I, I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm surprised they're saying 500 square feet. Cause it, to me, it didn't look like the reservoirs were very big, especially when it's spraying. No. Right. Well, apparently on the docking station, like it's set up that you can go back and it like it goes back, recharges, and then it'll refill with all the sundries and uh, consumables and everything like that. Um, oh, I see. Okay. I didn't realize it refilled itself. So yeah. So they're, you know, pushing the consumables as well too. Obviously I asked them about Q-Tech and how it would destroy the inside of the machine, but um <laughs> <laughs> they had they didn't want anything to hear about that so <laughs> so did they say anything about their proprietary stain they use like is this like a is this like a printer is a stain gonna be nine hundred dollars a gallon <laughs> i yeah i got into start asking a little bit about it it was uh it sort of stepped me back a bit it's a relatively very new product it's coming out of uh israel Okay. So, uh, other than that, there's no distribution or anything in North America. They have maybe a couple of them out on the West Coast, but it's most of it's all all over in the in the Middle East there. So they're selling these right now. Like this product is in market. <sighs> kind of like they're launching it to the North American market right now. Uh, it was really tough to get any sort of real straight answer out of them. Um, they did send me some info pretty quick on that, but uh, I haven't even had time to look at it yet. So Yeah, the website makes it feel like it's very much in concept stage. It's like looking for partners and like put a deposit down or something. Like it's not, everything sounded very much pre-launch and it sounds like what you're saying. Yeah. It sounds like the vibe you got too, so. Yeah, pretty much. I was kind of afraid to get near it in case I kicked it and broke it. And then he's like, <laughs> the rest of his show would be like destroyed because it's the only living prototype in North America or something. But <laughs> the thing I wondered too is that on the, no, web- was- on the website, they have a video and it shows how it like, how it'll circle around the table of a leg. And I'm like, it's spraying stuff. Isn't it going to spray up the side of the leg? And like, isn't there going to be some amount of overspray that ends up on your railing? And like, and then you're not getting yeah, those all spots. Over the place. Yeah, under it's those things, it swings around and uh, sends a tail end and it sprays into a pool or something like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll put it right next door to the robotic pool cleaner. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. Is there anything else that's kind of stuck out to you that you've seen down there that's new? Um, yeah, you guys have pretty much covered on. You know, not too much in there. Saw some uh, different material barrels. Uh, saunas and stuff like that kits that were there mm-hmm. uh, there was a another aluminum decking company that was coming in there's sort of little past concept stages on things like that not as nice as something sort of like an underpan where you can use any type of materials on the top creates a sort of a shedding system right. uh, the grad concepts uh, actually I'm, I'm very, very intrigued with that product that they have down there. Um, just a lot of boathouse and flat top roof applications, um, different materials, a lot of tiles. They, they actually incorporate a lot of stone tiles so you can mix and match and a whole slew of, uh, accessories and cladding options and everything that go with it. It is a, it's an incorporative system that just with a lot of other materials that are out there with a bunch of different partners, um, different, uh, really easy installation right. sort of deals. And yeah. Did you happen to stop Other than that, the monodeck, uh, booth? Did you take a look at that much? Uh, didn't, haven't had a chance. I've actually been stuck over near the Nadra booth chatting with a lot of people for most of the day. Got to circle around. I'm going to go here shortly, find a drugstore so they can go tickle my brain and I can come home. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, other than that, yeah, it's uh, not as big as some years past, but it's it's just sort of getting back to normal. It's starting to feel a little nicer about it now. So. Yeah, that's right. That's right. 
Okay, yeah. John, well, we'll let you go. Thanks for uh, for chiming in with some of your experience there. That's great. And hope you enjoy the rest Not of the show. No problem, guys. Have a safe trip back. Yeah, we really miss you down here. Maybe next year, right? You betcha. Absolutely. All right. Well, you take care, guys. You Bye. Too. Bye. Nope. Okay. Slide, so, slide them. What's that? Oh, there you go. Off he goes. So there you have it. First hand robo deck yeah, experience. Some nice uh some nice a couple of nice call ins here, having a bit of a call in show. Yeah. I, I'm I value John's opinion, especially on that robo deck because he's in the business of of oiling deck boards. Like that's what he oh, does. Yeah. He okay. oils lumber, his whole business is oiling. And so, you know, he has a vested interest in wanting that thing to work. No <laughs> if he's got doubt. hesitations then Yeah, because like as a business owner, if you like if that thing worked you could start an entire business with a fleet of those robo decks just going to people's houses. I guess, yeah. Put them on the deck, be like, stain it up. Yeah. Take off, start the next one. Uh, Western says, why are they painting the deck with the furniture on it? And yeah, that's a that's a good question. I think because the idea is you don't have to do anything. It's It, it lacks like a Roomba. You're not going to like move furniture for the Roomba. It, just move, it goes around your furniture. Yeah. The flaw in that, obviously, is we're not sweeping up uh, Cheerios that are spilled like where where right. if you miss a Cheerio in a corner it's okay yes this is like if you miss a spot it doesn't get oiled and then you have uneven oiling applications all over your deck yeah exactly that's not ideal do you have a Roomba I don't have a Roomba I've tried uh, numerous times I to buy one like them and my my wife had wants nothing to do with it yeah I I keep every time there's one on sale I'm like hey hey let's get <laughs> a Roomba and she's like I don't want one like they're they're will do nothing for me. I'm like, okay, fine. Do you have one? Uh, my parents have had two. And, and why don't you like it? Uh, they just get clogged up, and they don't seem to really do what they're supposed to. Like they just like they don't have good suction. They don't like yeah. They just they just dry around, push it around. Still stuff <laughs> all over the floor. Yeah. So for then it, that's for it vacuuming once a day. Yeah. I mean, our house. We've got three kids. Uh, <laughs> good luck, Roomba. And they're noisy. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, that too. I, So, I mean, we do a pretty good job every night of cleaning up all the kids' toys and putting everything away so it could rip around at night and do its thing, I guess. But, like, our house isn't that big anyway. It doesn't take much for us to whip out the Dyson and, and do a quick vacuum. So. Our sound is quiet since the interview. Uh-oh. Well, that would be... There. Oh, were we still paired? We were still paired. Whoopsie! So that will hopefully be better now. There you go. So... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and the RoboDeck was the most fun I had uh, looking Robodeck. at the different things. Yeah, RoboDeck. You know, it's often, at the, I was at Deck Expo for a number of years. I think my first one I went to was 2016, 2015 maybe in Chicago. And I hadn't missed one since until the pandemic. So I'd been going for five years or yeah. so in a row. And it was just like every year there wasn't really much new. It was just kind of the same stuff maybe there all the time. It's good to take some time off. Maybe we'll go back and see some new stuff. So it's interesting now to go back and see like, okay, there's been a couple years of innovation that hasn't had a show to show off at what's there. Right. And it's like, there's a couple things for sure. Nice. Uh, but Robodeck was the one that kind of made me chuckle and was like, really, this is interesting. I really feel like they missed out on the Robocop tie in. Maybe they haven't yet. It'd be good marketing. It Anyways. would be. So uh, like John said though, I'm not surprised here that it's like shows a little bit smaller, not, I was worried about that a bit, to be honest, that it would be Being a, overshadowed too by the pools. Cause they're also saying the, um, you know, was it cascade that referenced the Louisville show? And I also felt the Louisville show was small. Mm. And so if they're saying this is like smaller and you, you'll look, when you look at the floor pan and the uh, floor plan in the corner, that's deck expo ish. Yeah. Not a whole lot of booths there. No. So pretty small part of the show. But my thing was I kind of wanted to get down and see the other pool spa patio type stuff too. That's what I was looking yeah. forward to this year more than anything was. I want to see the sauna stuff. The accessory stuff. I yeah. Saunas. So I'm sad to miss that. But hopefully a lot of stuff's at IBS and hopefully that can happen. So February. Um, anything else for you today, Bryce? Mm, I want a robo deck. You can get a robo Thank deck. Thank you for well, listening. Well, that's not. Wrong side. Look at that. That's the wrong one. Does anybody want to listen to this podcast? Uh, I don't know that you can get a RoboDeck yet. It sounds like it might be uh, might be only in concept stage. But once concept it's out, what's your make deck. or break? Because uh, you have a wood deck. What's your make or break price <laughs> price point on a RoboDeck? Uh, hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. I wouldn't spend like. Come how, on, you got How often do you need to stain this your is deck? A, f- a feat of engineering. <laughs> 
I just don't understand the need as a personal <laughs> consumer. I, I honestly don't know either because, like, the point of a Roomba is to do, like, a daily clean. You don't need to go out and oil your deck every day. It's like having a robo-drill. It's like something that goes around and tightens all the screws in your house. It's like, why? <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> if you could find me something that would go around and fix, like, nail pops in your drywall and then patch and paint. That's all it does. Oh, that'd be beautiful. So it do it once. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I don't know. Robodeck, like, I guess it's, like, it's, it's micro-staining, like... Micro staining. It's <laughs> a little bit at a time and it'll build up over time. I don't know. I don't know, guys. Okay, well, that's it. For those of you who made it down to Deck Expo, good on you. I hope you had a great time. We'll see you next week. Peace. Hey, Peace. thank you for listening to the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Now you know what we're about. Check the site, come and shop. UltimateDeckShop.com. Hit us right away for sponsorships. So tell us if you want to collaborate. Let's go. Check us out on any social networks. Thank you for listening.